This is Lindsay Williams, and you're listening to the Drunkard United show. Bless your little cotton socks. No shit. We fuck. just did her show, and we managed to get through the whole show without saying fuck yes. at all. It was a good fucking time. Or goddamn it. Or, oh, we are going to say all the fucks. It's all a great good fucks. fucking goddamn show. You should probably fucking goddamn listen to it, goddamn it. <laughs> Bless your little cotton in. socks. Fuck. Oh. All the fucks. Fuck. Fuckity fuck fuck fuck. Let's start the show. The fucking show. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased uh, recap of the World Cup. World Cup. Because that's going on right now, because, as I like to say, Sam, fuck Qatar, Qatar, whoever you are, fuck you. As told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, uh, he's got that happening. I just don't even know what to say anymore. It's just, it's like Rob's beard. Your hair has now become its own personality. (laughs) It's like, oh, the hair's here, and it brought Sam with him. It does what it wants. <laughs> it does what it wants. It would be a shame if one of your listeners started a Sam's Hair Twitter account. Absolutely. Don't, My co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing well. I would like to um, echo your sentiments of fuck cutter. But I would also add to that, uh, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about their coverage all the time. And then, and then they managed to find the one bad thing at ESPN, Alexi Lalas, and bring him over. <laughs> yeah. They so. do it every year. Terrible. Oh, it does not matter where the world, like if the World Cup goes to NBC next, Lalas will be on the fucking coverage. He'll figure out a way to weasel in there. Why? It's, he's like the reverse El Chapo. Just El Chapo finds a way to weasel out of prison yeah. every time. Lawless finds his way to weasel into World Cup coverage. Yeah, he's like, you know, he is, he's very dumb. Yeah, we know that. He remi- he's the soccer equivalent of um, Bill Walton. Remember Bill Walton's yeah. NBA? Oh yeah, commentary. Def- Shoot me, deaf, definitely, absolutely. Or Sonny Jurgensen, <laughs> Sonny, all of them is high as a kite the whole time. Uh, Sonny <laughs> there at the end, the uh, facilities weren't exactly working. Yeah, I know, but. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Yeah, the less about that, Please the be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Now, should you want to chat with us, there are as many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. It's at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Love it. Well, you know, um, I, I liked how we did it on Lindsay's show. I did it and threw it to you. Yeah, it was the, pretty good. That was like, that was pretty magnificent. I'm sure Lindsay rolled her eyes a couple times. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm still impressed at how well behaved you boys were. I What the fuck yeah. do you mean? 
that you weren't a cunt. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Neither one of you was a cunt. I I even I even said at the end I was like, oh my gosh, we got through the entire show without saying an f without saying the f word or or a gd not once. And I almost said fuck when I said when I said we got through the whole show without saying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think either one of you heard me, but as soon as I heard the recording has stopped, I went fucking a right. <laughs> Sam, myself, both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, little uh, little throwback to one of the older top 20 lists. What are we drinking this tonight? This is 2018, wasn't it you said? Yep, 2018. Uh, number like 13 or 14 on that uh, No, list? no, 20. It was... It was oh, it was dead last, much uh, like Wales is. It's Penderin. <laughs> <laughs> it's Penderin. Single malt Welsh whiskey. It just says Celt at the bottom. Not sure why. They have different uh, different versions of it. Yeah. Okay, Celt is this one. Uh, this is eighty six proof. Uh, the nose is mild aromas of peat smoke, early morning at the rocky seaside. I got sandy seaside personally, mm -hmm. and warm marmalade on toast all compete for our attention. The palate begins with a sweetness before the smoky flavors descend. Uh, slight bitterness follows. F slight bitterness follows that leaves a long and lingering fresh taste there it goes i actually don't really agree with a lot of that personally yeah what for me it's much more this drinks kind of like a um <clears throat> i would say a Macallan fine oak uh, yeah i was yeah. i was just about to say the peat is much more present on the nose than it is the taste mm -hmm. and it's really not even that present on the nose yeah and it's and it's light in color which tells you it's definitely uh ex-bourbon because mm -hmm. if it was sherry, it'd be much deeper red. And it's not Absolutely. even a hog's head because it would still have some deepness and color to it. But um, I you know what it's. I don't it's, really get much peat at all. I get more smoke than I get peat. It's interesting. Yeah, but it's a fun little whiskey. And yeah, I it's keep, not bad I get, at all. I get why it made the list, especially because as we talk about with that list, there's always an odd international. The one I'm trying to find, it's called uh, I want to say it's Stella Norte or something like that. There was a Mexican whiskey that made. The top 20, the very first list. And I definitely want to find that bottle because it's just one I want to try, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I mean, from two years ago, that that milk and honey, I was impressed. As oh, yeah. Hell Big time. By the, that whiskey was fantastic. Big time. The the Adamans was all right. Yeah. Like, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. I mean, I'm glad we finally found a bottle of it, but it didn't really overly impress me. I would say. The Swedish single malt we had off this last list was very good. I don't know if it was deserving of top 10 status, right. but it was really good. This this actually, you know what I think best describes this? This is a kind of a weird in between an Irish single malt and a Speyside single malt. I'll give you that. Yeah. There's not a tremendous depth of flavor. Like you would kind of get from an Irish single malt, but a lot of that floral kind of lemon, uh, rind yeah. like bitterness stands through like you wouldn't a space eye yeah I, I would i would definitely go along with the the thought process of a um irish single malt it definitely has those qualities to it like i said for me it tastes like a macallan 10 fine oak yeah it, it really does have that kind of that flavor profile to it as a whole yeah i would tend to agree with you uh just remember to drink responsibly everybody I love it let's have ourselves one hell of a show mr Graham. let's do our best. How about that? Let's I, do our I fucking best. I remember to toast you this time. Good. <laughs> Lovely. 
All right. The World Cup is in full swing. And let's face it, we're going to talk about one thing, USA and England. Those are the two things we're going to talk about. And they also faced each Wait, other. I said on, one thing. On there, Paul one thing, but two things. <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about two things. Those two things are the USA and England. And they got to face each other. And that's <laughs> the one thing we're going to start with. Um, time to discuss the match and a little bit about Group B. USA nil, England nil, USA one, Wales one, England six, Iran two. Did we discuss, did I bring that up on this show, that Paul Scholes thing? I don't remember if I did or not. I don't recall if you did either. Um, But about a week or two before the World Cup started. that was Michael Owen. That no, did. it was Paul Scholes. Uh, was on somebody's coverage of the Premier League in England. And they were talking about Anthony. Mm-hmm. This is a few weeks before the World Cup started. And made the statement he's a one-trick pony, comma, described two things he was good at. Yeah, I'm positive. I that think was I said Michael that Owen. on here. No, nah, I think it was Paul Scholes. Okay, I'm pretty but sure it was Paul Scholes. But I know, I know the article. Michael you're Owen says about. equally dumb shit. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. But um, very quickly before we even really break down England USA, um, USA Wales USA comes out looks impressive. Should have won the game. Unfortunately, Ugh. allows one fucking mistake, and they end up with. One point that really should have been three. Well, th- they didn't even allow a mistake. They made a mistake, period. It wasn't, yeah. you know, oh, I tracked the wrong run. or a- We were covered. It was a bad touch on a player facing away from goal. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason to dive in at and all. Was, and it was Nothing. the, quote, level-headed center back. Yeah. The, one of the more experienced Zimmerman's guys in the, the team. One who's been playing a lot. And he's been around the team for a bit now i think he's 26 27 years old yeah, yeah. it's of, stupid of the third youngest team in the world cup he is one it's of the one of the experienced players. heads yeah, yeah. It, it's just it, ridiculous <laughs> i mean there's absolutely no need to take the, to uh to make that tackle stupid yeah. Yeah. we should have won that game now that being said we did have four or five chains i think we struck the woodwork we kicked it right at hayne uh hayne Hennessy, yeah. wayne Hennessy, a few times uh, and he made a couple of yeah you know, okay saves. They were pretty straightforward saves. Uh, but Firehawk, by the way, put up a fire, fire fucking post on uh, the Drunkard United uh-huh. post group. Obviously, Cutter has uh, the Qatar. Sorry, fuck them both. Either way you want to pronounce it, <laughs> put the word fuck in front of it and you've pronounced it correctly. Um, but obviously, uh, Qatar didn't <laughs> like want. That's pretty good. Qatar didn't want any uh, alcohol in the World Cup, so. Clearly, they sent off Hennessy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Christ. I was like, brilliant. Christian is uh, watching along tonight. Um, mm-hmm. And he has well, two observations. One, how long until one of the Sams pulls a CR7 and takes credit for someone else's work? <laughs> Clearly, he knows you two very well. Yes, um, of course. But uh, mention something that uh, I think you guys are going to touch on is the British press calling the match a bore oh it was oh that that match which we'll get to in a moment the reason why they called it a bore is because it didn't go the way they thought it would. but also they were quite boring <laughs> yeah they were they weren't i mean good. england was quite boring <laughs> it wasn't well it just can you really come out any differently after winning six to two in your first game yeah <laughs> to well, be honest let's let's get to that i mean that is you want to talk about a way to open the world cup and it was okay. So the first goal was a wonder goal from Iran and the uh, Iran. Sorry, make sure I pronounce that correctly because remember our, our uh, captain got uh, chastised recently by a uh, this yes today in fact 
by a uh, member of the press from Iran for pronouncing it incorrectly. And then also promptly asked him, how do you feel about living in a country where, you know, you're a lesser citizen because you're black because of Black Lives Matter and things like that, which was honestly just he's trying to get a soundbite. He's, he's fucking being a troll, which is he's, he's trying to get a soundbite, <laughs> trying to make himself famous, which if you have a chance to watch it all, Tyler Adams handles it fucking brilliant does it i mean i gotta look at it right off the jump the first thing he's so like, i didn't even hear that he's like he's like well the you know one of the things we have to do as a culture is learn and you know and i just learned that i've been mispronouncing your country's name and i'm terribly sorry about that nice yeah nice and then he just goes just on take your it. dick out put it on the table mate <laughs> well, well and done then he, and then he just keeps going on and it, it, it's it's brilliantly answered but anyways um and then the second one's a penalty in stoppage time right so you look at those two goals from iran and you're like yeah that's like one was a pretty well worked counterattack. I mean, but but it was a gorgeous hit. Oh, it was too. a great was, shot. Yeah, it yeah. Was and it hit, he hit it too early. I didn't expect I mean, him to hit it. I mean, even 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 longer arms were not going to help Pickford on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if he was stretch Armstrong, it might have yeah, helped. Exactly. But yeah. Um, no, absolutely. I mean that that first game, uh, and and England has. I mean the no look cross from Harry Kane for Sterling's opening goal mm-hmm. was was brilliant. Uh, but Kuyosaka, obviously, four different goal scorers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it could not ask for better. Right. Absolutely. Exactly right. So the, and what a great start. And I think that kind of informed their England's decision to play how they played <clears throat> in the game against us was mm-hmm. they didn't need the points on the board. Right. They needed to not lose. That's it. That is exactly how draw I was or go. win. Let's go ahead and talk about that match particularly. And you just said that you stole the exact words I was going to use is for England. The key thing was to not lose Correct. that match. And I think you could clearly see in the way that Southgate handled his subs, even though he was criticized for it. I tend to think was pretty fucking smart because mm-hmm. what was happening, very simply put, is the midfield of. McKinney, Adams, and Musa was bossing the English midfield. Yep. And while England may have had more possession, that was basically a lot of passes between a defensive midfielder with Rice and the center backs for England. That's a lot. And it was all in that kind of right near midfield range. There was not... A lot a of lot penetration of, in the box. There no. wasn't. I mean, it's Qatar. It's a really a lot of penetration. Didn't get arrested for that. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> well, uh, Sam, Sam, you mispronounce you, you mispronounce that. That is fuck Qatar. That's how you pronounce it. That's right. <laughs> Definitely ain't cut her up. Though, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> what else can we do? Fuck cut her up. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's more uh, puns in there somewhere. Um, just not any pints. If you really look at it, I think the U.S. kind of dominated the chance creation over the 90 minutes as a whole but i don't think england really wanted to or needed to move forward if they lost that game to us massive questions would have been asked about the group as a whole yeah so a very conservative approach from an already conservative manager i don't Mm -hmm. think it's really a surprise and i don't think anybody should really blame him for that now the english press has had a field day with it to be fair ours has had a field day with it also right the, the meme floating around was all time record against England was draw in 1930 or whatever it was. Well, it was beat them in 1950. 50. No SEC championships for England. No Super Bowls. <laughs> drew us drew in, in uh, 2014 or 2010. Yeah, 2010 <laughs> drew us in 2022. 
Oh, other ones I've seen is lost the Revolutionary War yeah, through the Battle exactly. of 1812. <laughs> and then at the bottom it said it's officially called soccer. It's like, what the fuck? It's just um, funny. But stupid. I, but also with Southgate, <laughs> so fucking I, I think, stupid. I think there's a lot of criticism to it, but you made a very good point. What was his first sub and why? It was Jordan Henderson. And yeah. it's because the U.S. were boss in the midfield. I mean, you got the very busy duo at Leeds. Right. Um, uh, and then you add into that Weston McKinney. Yeah. Who is well, very no, busy. Musa isn't Leeds. Musa is uh, Valencia. I thought Tyler Adams was in there, though. Tyler Adams is Leeds. Musa is Valencia. Oh, did Aronson not start that game? He subbed in for McKinney. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. McKinney's okay, he's coming off at an injury. I'm sorry. I, I gotcha. Yeah. All right, I thought Aronson started that game. Aronson, both matches, subbed in subbed for in. McKinney okay, I apologize. the 60th to 65th minute. Because in my head, it was Aronson and Adams. Right. Um, oh, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but anyway, you've got very busy, tenacious, energetic midfielders in oh, there. By the way, how nice is that for the United States to... Your midfield sub off the bench is Aronson, who's starting at Leeds and producing at Leeds. Yeah, like, and causing problems th- in the Premier League for other for for opposition. Uh, when has this team ever had a bench going into a World Cup? I'll tell you when it wasn't was when Alexi Lalas was the first modern player to play overseas. Yeah, <laughs> that gets fucking old. Uh, I hate that. And I also can't stand the way there's two announcers, both Engl- uh, American on Fox. The way they say World Cup. And it's like, fuck, just say World. Uh-huh. World Cup. Just say World Cup. Oh, your World boy, Cup. By, by the way, your boy, Mar- your boy Mark hates Stuart Holden, which makes me love Stuart Holden <laughs> even more. He's like, well, my boy it, Mark. It's yeah. our boy Mark. He's like, well, isn't he fucking biased? I'm like, yeah, of course <laughs> he's he American. Is. He's <laughs> fucking American. Go listen to the BBC, bitch, if you want to fucking, if you want to fucking hear like some biased English fucking coverage. Whoa, squirreling Dan, take it down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to the BBC, bitch. I mean, come on, that's a friend of ours. I mean, that. It also mean, sounded like the intro to a weird porn featuring a small white lady. <laughs> I mean, other than. Go the listen word, to the BBC, the word, bitch. The word bitch that would be problematic. I think go listen to this BBC, bitch. Be a great title. Probably be down the charts on searching, though, is the yes, issue. it would be. Fucking, oh my fucking algorithms. But uh, anywho, you're, you're right. It was Henderson came in and. But what a conservative. The point is, is what a conservative substitution that is. Right. right? It's you're not advancing your play in any way shape or form by bringing on jordan henderson but again it's, the- it's like liverpool bringing on james milner it's like that we need steady eddie to calm down and take control of the game but again the point of that match and i'm and i may hate to be you know as a fan of the usa to be defending england but let's face it i'm we're gonna support england if as, as they advance throughout the absolutely we will you know because it's it's what we watch it's the players we watch week right. in week out yep but that is I thought the manager managed a very good game. I think his players didn't really fucking produce. Yep. I don't think that's on the manager if the players aren't producing. No, but uh, I mean, the system they set up in did not lend itself to an attacking style of play, but rarely does it with England. Mm. That's the thing. The 6-2 against Iran was a one-off. That is not how England play. Well, they beat the The, crap out of Tunisia in the last World Cup. Well, Right. But again, it's a subpar team. Iran right. in in this instance had everything going on at home of and this is I can't stress this enough and good on 
this group of players for Iran. The FAs from 10 different nations said they were going to wear one love armbands with rainbows on them mm-hmm. in stance with the LBGT, uh, LGBTQ plus community against Cutter's stance on those right. communities. And not even stance, but actions against those communities. And... Every one of them backed down because FIFA threatened them with sanctions, which isn't even in the rules to do. So I don't right. know. Anyway. Which they could have all easily have just done it and gone, we dare you. Well, a couple of players like, I'll pay the fine. If they find me, I'll pay the fine. Don't right. care. But they, so they weren't able to, so but FIFA said, we're going to have these the, the captains booked yeah. if they're wearing the armband. Booked immediately. Yeah. Like well, the start one, of the game, they start the match with a yellow. With yellow. Well, share, share the armband around. <laughs> But also, there is no recourse in the rules for that to happen. It's an Mm-mm. empty threat by FIFA that everybody went, oh, great, we don't have to do it now. Right. So if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And they chose not to do it. The Iranian players, with what's, with what's going on in their country, mm-hmm. not a single one of them mouthed a single word to their national anthem. Ooh, but then they got in trouble. In the first game. I know. They did. But if you don't stand for something, you'll mm-hmm. fall for nothing. And yeah. fucking good on these players for standing up for what they believed in. Knowing that they're going to get in trouble. Knowing they're going to get blasted in their own press. Knowing mm. that they may not be able to return home. And they got well. And um, keep all of their limbs. The the story, I have we proven that this is. You can't prove anything. Okay. So this is what has been alleged. Is that in the second match, they were all singing the national anthem. Because uh, they were basically told, well, you're there and we can't do anything about that. But wait till you come home. Exactly. Or, oh, or, no, 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 no. Better, better. Your hey. families are home. We know where your oh, families well, are. Oh, great. So, right. So but you we all know what happened. That shit probably. We all know what happened to that 23 year old woman and in, in, yeah. in, in that country that died in police mm-hmm. custody and everything else. Uh, the moral police custody, by the way. Um, and. They have taken a hard stance on it. They were ones they wanted to wear. I think in their friendly prior to, they covered up the badge on their shirt mm-hmm. altogether. So they, the Iranian FA's logo wasn't visible while right. they were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and good on them for doing it. That's amazing. You go from that emotion and that stance and that kind of panic exactly of what's going to happen at home when we do this, right? You can stand up for everything you believe in, and that's wonderful. You damn sure most people that do have the consequences in the back of their mind still. Yeah, and and you're and, playing against the group favorites in England when that happens. And we also in England capital, and also it helps when you put a cross in, and their defender headbutts their starting goalkeeper, yeah. one of four that was brought by <laughs> Carlos Queiroz, by the way, one of the most conservative coaches that have ever coached ever. Got to have four goalies because four fucking goalkeepers. And, um, well, the first guy gets a concussion or a broken nose because his own defender headbutts him in the face yeah. six minutes into the game or whatever it was. So you have all of these things surrounding that. No surprise, 6-2, right? But you cannot, you absolutely cannot take that out of context of what England are as a whole over the last two tournaments in the last three years, four years. And that is a conservative team that has the ability to probably rip people open, but their manager won't allow them to do it. All right. So uh, does that make sense? That yes, was a, was a yes, long way does. to get there. Yes. But you had a lot surrounding the Iranians in that first game. And go. I uh, yep, no. Christian. You- oh, thank you. He's like, I'm sorry for commenting. Christian, please never apologize for commenting. And by the way, we're all super glad you're here to comment. Um, he yeah. Hey, by the way, week. you. Yeah. You. 
Christian. He had a big surgery this week. You go. Um, he sent me the <laughs> the, very the story. What you were doing. Iran threatens to torture players' family ahead of the U.S. men's report. Nice. Um, that has been confirmed. And then, um, can I go on a little tangent? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Can we talk about what's fucking political and what's not fucking political? Because I am so sick and tired of the keyboard warriors and all the people saying we need to respect our country's traditions and stuff. When we go to visit them, let's keep the politics out of football. Fuck you. Two consenting adults loving one another and committing their lives together is not political. That is a human rights situation. And no. We should not respect any country who makes consensual love between two adults a fine, punishable in prison or by death. Looking at you, Russia, this week, making even promoting it uh, against the law and definitely looking at Qatar and everybody powtowing to him, say you don't go to another country and disrespect their rules. Here's what the do you want the difference? Hold, hold, hold on one second. Okay. No, Mel. Yes. You mispronounce it. It's fuck cutter. Fuck cutter. Thank you. I, I have an answer to that. Okay. Actually. Um, so the when in Rome, right, is the old saying. Uh-huh. And I don't really have an issue with that if I was the one that chose to go there. Yeah. You invited us. Right. Well, there's that. There's that's that, that's is a whole nother thing. That's the of part. Like, I mean, I, I, we don't have the ability what? to make the rules for what people do in their own borders. Seriously. What if and it the was FIFA, the FIFA fucking president illegal. being indignant and telling Correct. us. No, absolutely. Oh, but here's the difference. Oh, Here, here's the oh, thing. Damn. Guess what? Guess why I've never been to Russia. Guess why I've never been to Qatar. Because I don't support that no. shit. So I don't go spend my money it there. Still should be tolerated. What the if? rest of the world should not be spending their money there. What right. if an interracial marriage was considered illegal and anybody in an interracial marriage was not allowed to touch or associate with their spouse in Qatar because it was illegal? Then I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't spend my money there. I would have a problem with it because they applied to have us come there. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the thing. That's where I I have that difference. I can't tell them what they can do in their country. Yeah. If that's what they want to do in their country, fine. I choose not to support you mm-hmm. by not spending money there, not allowing you to host events, mm-hmm. not allowing you to do these things. But if you invite the world here, yep. you're opening yourself up to that shit and all of the eyes of the world are going to be on it and you're going to face pressure to change your archaic ways. I think I can That's s- how it's supposed to work. Yeah. I think I can speak for you as well, Graham, to say that easily a bucket list item in our life, in our sports world life, right? Like... I got to see all three legs of a triple crown in a single year. That was fucking cool, right? Like, I've I've seen a World Series game. That's fucking cool. But one of the things I want to see is I want to see my country play in a World Cup on foreign soil. Yep. Not because I'll be able to see them if I really want to in America. That's great. I could go do that. But I want to see my country play on a foreign country. Yeah. And... When the last two World Cups got picked, I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking Russia. I'm sure as hell not going to fucking Qatar. Or as I would like to say. The Carter. That's pretty good. But that's, but that's just a, on a long list nice. of shit that is wrong with this World Cup. Which mm-hmm. is part of the reason that they shouldn't have been given the rights to host I'm, it. I'm not even right. addressing them. I'm addressing the fuckers on social media and in the commentary saying we need to respect their culture. No, no, no. Well, Disavowing consensual love is not a cultural thing. That's a bigoted 
thing. And that's a human rights violation. That is not your culture. That is you being a dick. Now, what is political in football? Mm -hmm. Are we about to talk about uh, that country? The social media, U.S. social media, changing the Iranian flag, removing the uh, God thing they put on in uh, 1978. Um, <laughs> but every other, no, no, no. The 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 rumor on that is that it was photoshopped because every other thing that the U.S. Uh -huh. men's team has put out, as far as the U.S. men's national team on Twitter, right. has the has the logo in the in the uh, the other the other the flag. The other thing I'd say to. Um, <clears throat> They still thought the United States should be kicked out for that violation. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I is is kind of well supposed to be foreign to us here, and it's written into our constitution, but it's also a new thing in terms of the way of the world. Uh huh. Is religion being separated from the state? Right. You have to remember, especially in the Middle East, religion is very much tied into the state. The state is religion, mm -hmm. and that. That is not something that culturally we understand because we are so vehemently against that. Are we? Yes. Are we? We are. Well, we're supposed to be. Right. It's written. Right. We're supposed to be. We are. Do you understand what I, I also, Mel, I also caveated that when I, yeah. before I yeah, said yeah, the yeah, sentence. Yeah. But that's something. So what I'm saying is, is if they want to do that in their country, mm -hmm. that is their fucking prerogative. The way you hurt them and get them to change their ways is you don't buy advertising. You don't buy, you hit them in their pockets. You don't buy their oil. You don't support them. You don't award them a fucking World Cup. Right, exactly. That's the point, yeah. right? That's how you get the, yeah. oh, really? Look at your human rights violations. Look at the kafala system. Look at your LBGTQ plus violations. Mm -hmm. Look at all of this shit. I don't care how much money's in that fucking envelope, you cunt. You're not getting a World Cup right, until right. you change your ways. But they didn't do that. And that's FIFA's fucking responsibility. Cutters allowed to do what the fuck they want to do. I won't patronize that country, and neither should our country. Hey, uh, neither should England. Hey, neither Sam. should the Netherlands. Neither should anybody fucking else. Yeah. Sa Sam, I just want to remind you, uh, you mispronounce it. It's it's fuck Qatar. <laughs> it's just it's it's ridiculous. So you put pressure on them, sanctions. You do all the things that you mm -hmm. do to everybody fucking else when they don't do what you want them to do, and you get them to change their fucking ways, or they don't get to do it. No, instead, we're going to kowtow and say, oh, look, rainbows are suddenly toxic. All right, kids. Hold on. We're but by the way, there's also the other piece to that. Only the Welsh women's fans were taking the rainbow bucket hats off. The men were allowed to do what they wanted. Uh -huh. And as uh, one. Um, a lot of men were able to sneak in some uh, rainbow stuff into the stadium. The women weren't. But the men you were. You are getting way ahead of it. Right, there was sorry. some stuff that happened today that I want to get to. There's also some stuff that FIFA right. did did also to uh, another country where they held this is politically incorrect, but this is not politically incorrect that Ooh. we need to get to as well. We're going to get to all of that. We're going to get to all of that. But also at the end of the day, this is a World Cup show and we got to get back to talking World Cup. And I want to wrap up this segment by the following is that what it comes down to now is because England and we got away from it and, I, and we don't need to go back to it, but England are in a situation where basically all they got to do is get a draw and they're in. But and for USA on Tuesday, which will be tomorrow when we, when the show's put out, you'll be it'll be today that you're playing that, that, that they're playing. We're talking about USA. All they got to do is win and they're in. But here's the thing for Iran. All you got to do is draw. And while England beat them six to two in their last seven matches leading up to the World Cup. 
whole bunch of one nothing wins. If there's a team who knows how to pack it in and not let you get in and score a goal, it's Iran. And we like to think, oh, just Iran, whatever. Well, you don't think for a second, despite all of their political turmoil going right now, they don't want to fuck the U.S. You don't think that for a fucking second? It's going to be fun for them. We think we we think it's a walk in the park because we have our normal American ego. We are going to have our hands fucking full at two o'clock. Yep. It's going to be fun to watch. I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a big one. That is for damn sure. I know you get annoyed when I do this because mm-hmm. we normally don't pimp podcasts that we're not associated with or that are run by friends of ours. Um, but the football ramble did a three-part expose Mm -hmm. and i want to the final episode Mm -hmm. had an interview with uh qatar's first openly gay man Mm -hmm. who now lives here because he had to seek asylum just Mm -hmm. so you know uh sam i'd like to correct you you pronounced that wrong it's fuck guitar But I like the guitar. <laughs> you could strum it. <laughs> um, let's quickly break down groups A, C, and D. Um, in group A, fuck guitar is officially eliminated. Um, they, um, but I need them to do worse. I want them to get demolished. I want I want Holland to do what Holland does and get literal on their ass. I want them <laughs> to beat them oh like God. eight, nine, nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, like get fucked in the ass. You got fucked in the ass twice already this tournament. Now, now we show you how <laughs> how how real footballers fucking ass. <laughs> like, Sorry, that is the show title. Get literal on their ass. First, you eat this brownie. You get naked. Then you get fucked in the ass. That's how this works. <laughs> Fucking um, from from the uh, uh, from a couple weeks back, we did we did the um, uh, with Steve Walsh. We yeah, did the fuck World it, Cup. Rainbow Unicorn. Who cares? Yeah. You just get fucked in the ass, and that's fine. You go home. We did we did the World Cup <laughs> trivia night with uh, with Steve Walsh at the Guinness uh, Brewery. Yes. It was fucking amazing night. There was one question where he said, "Who invented total football?" And I really I had no idea. Right. Now, I know you knew you knew already, but this is exactly how I explained it to the to the table. I went, it has to be Dutch. (laughs) And they all go, why? I goes like total football. (laughs) The Dutch are the most literal people in the world. This sounds so Dutch. It has to be Dutch. Yes. And when they, I cheered like a some bitch when he said it was the Dutch. And you were like, yeah, I knew that. I was like, I was like, I didn't. I just did. <laughs> thoughtful deduction and went, gotta be Dutch. <laughs> yeah. It is um Yeah, it was it was the whole Ajax, you know, kind of Cruyff Cruyffian yeah. era of, you know, yeah. play. When when they would make it to, when they would make it to finals and lose. Yeah. Because they did that like most of the 70s. Exactly. I mean, just think also just think about the Dutch and, and what they do. They yeah. they're so <clears throat> Ronald Koeman who used to manage mm-hmm. Everton. Everton, of course, and Louis van Gaal, who used to manage Manchester United, now manages the Dutch national team, also overcame cancer. It's kind of, this is his swan song, mm-hmm. and I really actually want him to do well, and I want him to last as long as he can in the tournament because I want to continue to hear stories about him. Mm-hmm. Did you hear pre-tournament? Uh, I don't know if it came out before we did our preview show because we pre-recorded that. Yeah. 
uh, pre-tournament, he phoned all of the members of the team that were kind of on the fringes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Video chat, um, mind you, to tell them that they weren't included in the 23-man squad. <laughs> and then in the press conference, congratulating himself essentially for doing that, he said a lot of them were in their pants or they were naked. <laughs> He said something along the lines back in the day of about him having a home on the Algarve in in Portugal, the you know the beautiful kind of sun you know kissed coast of the of Portugal, and um, (laughs) something to the effect of I I used to love going to my home in the Algarve and I I'd walk around naked and it was great time and we you know wonderful place I loved it and then fucking Kuman bought a house right next to mine. Ronald Koeman hates him so much, but knows he gets under his skin. He bought a house on the same street as Louis Van Gaal in the fucking Algarve. That's the Dutch, bitch. Okay? Under, <laughs> it's a very bitch laden episode, but it's not the derogatory bitch, much like not a derogatory cunt. It's right. just a r- word that describes, got one over on you, motherfucker. It needs to be explained <laughs> that if there is a literal people, Dutch. Uh, right. In case you didn't um, know about the little history so, lesson there. So um, what I what I truly hope for in my heart of hearts is that fuck cutter goes out as the five, six, seven, no, eight, no losers. I want them to be the worst team, not just the worst host nation, because they are the fastest host nation to be eliminated, Um, because even South Africa stuck around till the third fucking picture. I want them to be the worst host nation and the worst club. I want them to be Derby County. Well, they've already they've already been one of the worst because the host nation has County. never lost the opening gate uh, game of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Opening gay game of the World Cup. They right, never because, lost. Because South, <laughs> South, South Africa, Africa drew. drew. Yep. Both their matches. A lot of empty <clears throat> seats in those stadiums. In the second yep. half because they're because the that's, men displeased got up and walked out. Well, that's another piece of that podcast that that they kind of portrayed by talking to people on the ground in Qatar. All their lives are being mispronounced it again. (laughs) All their lives are being so tremendously uprooted right now. Like they canceled school this month. Yeah. To keep traffic off the streets, to be able to cart fans around. Right. Because they couldn't build their infrastructure enough (laughs) to support an extra million and a half people at one time because they shouldn't have been awarded the World Cup in the first place. They built a city to support a singular stadium. Is it cutters? It's an entire fucking city. Right. And and this is, Mel, this is, I mm-hmm. think, where my separation is with surrounding the World Cup itself is Cutter has these problems and issues, and I have a problem with that. I, mean, a- I have a problem with the fact that you continue to mispronounce their name. But the awarding of the tournament, the reason we're here, the reason we're doing this uh-huh. is FIFA has control over that. And they didn't ex- ex- exude that control. They didn't no. do what they were supposed to do no. as the stewards of the game. Yeah, not a surprise. They're one of the most corrupt organizations on the face of the planet. All right, so how I, do we get rid of FIFA? We can't. I trust the Catholic Church more than I trusted FIFA <laughs> with this responsibility. To wow. be honest with you, wow, and, <laughs> that's a bold statement right there. <laughs> I am a Catholic as well. <laughs> that's a bold statement, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Check out more on DUFC the Ocho. <laughs> This it's going in soft, Cotton. <laughs> the, it, That's it, an inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> Cutter would have to go in soft or it would count. <laughs> <laughs> if it went in hard, 
that's arrest grounds for arrest. <laughs> yeah. But if it's soft, you clearly didn't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's. I'm just right. gonna keep. Let's go. It's live. Oh, I for fucking forget. I don't. Remember All right, let's go on to the rest of the group. I'm so mad. I would like to I'm know. So angry. So next, next week we're going to laugh at their expense as they've been eliminated. It's more It'll FIFA's be, fault than and, it is Cutter's right, fault. Is my and point. We're, and we're, we're, we're both. surrounding the World Cup itself. So let's continue with Group A. Um, Holland looked desperately average. I, I skipped over the middle part because I want to come to that last. Mm -hmm. Holland looked desperately average. They really didn't deserve that. The 2-0 the was flattering over Senegal because mm -hmm. Senegal played them very, very well. until Senegal until the has the, the unfortunate match. situation of not having Saido Mane. Right. But they, they still have, played them. They have a great spine to their team, right. but no one to finish their chances. Yeah. yeah I told you Koulibaly was one of the best defenders in the world. Yeah. He just not hasn't found his feet at Chelsea yet. Yeah. But he's been playing lights out so far this tournament. And Drissa Ganagay mm -hmm. just running 100%. runs that fucking team. You 100%. Just, like, that is, there is a reason why they are the African champions because they are really, really fucking good. Absolutely. And like I said, Holland has not looked great. If, if the United States can win, I fancy our chances against the Dutch because they haven't looked good. And I think if you play them the right way and kind of the way you beat Germany is by punching them in the face. I feel like if you play a, a, the Dutch in the in the elimination round, you give them a quick punch in the face. I don't know if they know how to react to that. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. They that's for some reason haven't started Memphis Depay in either game yet. And that um, and being, he's probably their best striker, to be honest, at, yeah, the, at the moment. That being said, the team that has been the gem of this group is Ecuador. Yes. Oh, my God. The second youngest team in the World Cup, and they have looked fucking brilliant. Absolutely. Concedo, Concedo, his obviously he's very much impressed at Brighton. That man has already gotten himself a big six job. Yeah. Darn. If he wants it. Yes. Darn. It's, the, it's happening. The other thing I would say about them, like people like Enter Valencia, like the the team, the, the people in that team that are known well known maybe yeah. a stretch but at least known valencia's having a great cup working their fucking socks off i mean mm -hmm. they're they're putting in a shift and it's the whole team doing it they're together they're organized they're young but they're smart enter valencia is the reason why they're the second old the second youngest team in the world cup not mm -hmm. the youngest because he's the old man at fucking yeah. 35 but, he, but he's still doing it he's still, still doing the business he's putting his fucking life on the line out there i mean three, he's three goals already yeah three goals i but, would, I would but, love i would love for him to make the make it to the group stages and he ends up winning the golden boot with like six goals yeah that would be but by the by the brilliant. look by the sixth 60th or 70th minute he looks beat to shit. He is putting everything oh God, yeah. on the field. This is his swan song. This it's, is it. It's this is beautiful. It. it. This is what it's about. This is the point, right? Yeah. It's this guy doing everything he can to up the chances of his country. What I will real quickly, I, I wanted to make yeah. a point about Senegal. <clears throat> what what I do like about the African nations now um, that they're starting to do. We see a lot of this in the Caribbean too. Is some of those players that may not be because of European colonization and families moving abroad, some of those players that aren't necessarily quote unquote good enough, even though they are to get into say the France squad or the English squad mm -hmm. or the, I mean, Nigeria did it with Alex Awobi that, you know, um, 
multiple teams have done it. Uh, Tyreek Lamptey. Yeah. For is it Ghana that he plays for? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I didn't. No one's ever talked about his Ghanaian heritage. I didn't know that. Right. But born in Hackney, I think. Right. But they have. They're they're doing a very good job now of scouting players with heritage from their country that could qualify for citizenship and persuading them to come back to represent the, the country of their parents, which will raise their profile again. And then when, when France comes calling for half of the 98 winning mm-hmm. squad, <laughs> right? Who were Senegalese born um, a lot of them over the last two world cups, actually that they won have been Senegalese born. Uh, which was a joke Trevor Noah made. Yep. Africa's never won a World Cup. Said, look at France's two wins. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because of colonization. Um, they're doing a very good job of getting those players back into the fold in the country of their parents that that they qualify for citizenship for, which is which is, at, uh, you know, Gabon with Pierre and Aubameyang. Mm-hmm. Now, they haven't made the World Cup, but they were he qualified for like four countries. Right. <laughs> because of grandparents. And I mean, these. It's a. It literally is the world's game now. I mean, these people move around like it's going out of style. You know, they leave house at twelve years old yeah. to go play for a European academy, qualify for citizenship. Now all of a sudden they're playing for France. You're like, hey, wait a minute. You or, said you or, came up here, or their dad plays in England and gives yeah. birth to us to, and to they, a child uh-huh. in England, and that child's English, and they feel English. You yeah. know, because that's how they're you know being and raised. I will be exactly. But he he decided to go back to Nigeria. So what they're doing is they're they're doing a very good job, much like we talked about Jamaica in the buildup to the World Cup, recruiting those players that are kind of on the cusp and bringing them back into the fold in their teams mm-hmm. and upping their profile and playing better. So we we've seen the spines of these teams get a little bit stronger with with players that have been playing day in day out in the European academies and everything else. And that, that's only going to bode well for them in the future. And I'm going to say it here now, not that anybody's going to care or anybody's okay. going to remember. I think you might be saying something I was about to say, but go ahead. Within the next three World Cups, we're going to see an African winner. I was about to say that whether it be uh, here or 2030 mm-hmm. or 2034, there will be an African winner of the World Cup. Every single World Cup has been won by either Europe or, or South, South America. America. Yep. Right. And I was what I was going to say is in our lifetime, we will see mm-hmm. either an an African nation with someone else in the world win and be it Africa, uh, CONCACAF or Asia. And my bet would be Africa as well. Absolutely. I would I, say I think that eventually there's going to be an African team that will win it. Well, I you, really you, do think you so. You look at just the generational racism of Europe in general and the, and the European press. We talked about it on Lindsay's show briefly. Yeah. Um, and if I may jump ahead to Switzerland, just to simply make this point, the Swiss never really do well in tournaments, but you never hear the turmoil around the squad either. Right. They're always solid. They're always together. They're always doing stuff. Where in Belgium, you have Kevin De Bruyne popping off and then Vertonghen popping off at the back. And yeah. Lukaku's had his issues with the press and this, right. that, the other. The the Belgians especially represent, and Switzerland's very similar of a country in that they don't really have an official language of the country. They have a German-speaking section and a French-speaking section. Right. The Belgians have a Dutch, a German, and a French-speaking section. Right. So they have three. They're very tribal. They're very apart. Romelu Lukaku has talked about it a lot where he says, if I'd fail to score in two successive games, I am Congolese-born Belgian striker Romelu Lukaku. Yeah. But if I have a hat trick, 
I'm Belgian striker Romelu Lukaku. Right. And I think a lot of these African players are starting to go, you know what? You're not giving me the respect of I'm a citizen of this country. You're not giving me the respect of right. being an American, you know, of being a Belgian or a American or a whoever. Fuck you then. I'm going to go represent the country and my parents that care yep. about me. And the Swiss, you just never hear that about for whatever reason. Now they can't produce a striker to save their lives, but the Swiss, you never hear that about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they seem to have a better group togetherness. Yeah. And I think a lot of these African countries are going to benefit from from that as a much like the European <laughs> countries have benefited from the colonization. Mm hmm. I now think roles are starting to reverse where the media and the press and the public haven't really caught up to the times and they're starting to um, kind of ostracize these people. Yeah. They're going to start going back to the country of their parents, of their grandparents, and they're going to be much better and much more equipped to deal with the challenges of, of, of tournament football. And you will see an African winner and they're going to have a, and, and I'm here for it. I hope that's oh, the case. I would love to see that. I would and love I hope to they're see vocal about saying that I grew up, I grew up in France or I grew up in Belgium and I wanted to play for Belgium, but you guys are cunts. How? So how, I decided to go home and play. How fucking guess cool who's the world cup winner would it be to see Senegal or Cameroon or Nigeria. Well, according to Samuel Leto, Cameroon still got a shot, yeah, but <laughs> How cool would it fucking be to see that? It would be, be awesome. Fucking awesome. It'd be fucking great. Absolutely awesome. And and the and the fans are awesome. Like everybody talks about the Japanese fans who come and clean up after they're done and everything. Every single African nation that's there, they're playing instruments. They're dance. They are dancing the listen, entire time in the stands. They're awesome. Listen, let me tell you something. You ever seen a World Cup parade or a trophy parade with a zebra? No. I'd love it. Yeah. Awesome. Fucking get him in there. It, you know what? We got this hippopotamus on a fucking leash. We're doing it. Doing it. <laughs> I'd love that'd be fucking awesome. So cool. It'd be brilliant with the party. That it would just be amazing. Yeah. I, I would I'd I'd fucking love it. It'd be massive. All right, we are 50 and minutes in and we've only talked about two groups, Cam. So we gotta keep this. But thing it's also going. long overdue. Yes. And, and a lot of that had to do with late stage colonialism, and that shouldn't be ignored either. So group by C, the way. Saudis pull off the upset. Of all fucking upsets beating Argentina. Yes, they did. I think the Argentinians were distracted by Javier Bernard. <laughs> He's such a good looking he man. He looks like Johnny Bravo. Oh Do God. the monkey. <laughs> Damn, I'm pretty. Do the monkey. <laughs> Shirt unbuttoned down to here for the last four World Cups running, by the way. Didn't change the look. Stuck oh, with it. Oh, man. Love it. And, Flowing and honestly, blonde hair. Much like myself. Just blonde. Here's here's the... Mel, right? Here, <laughs> Here's the thing with this group is because now, you know, Argentina gets the win against Mexico. Yes. Mexico drew Poland. Poland beats Saudi Arabia. Like somebody good's going home. Somebody good is going home. All right there, chief. Yeah, he almost pulled a water fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> cool your breasticles. Yeah, All right. <laughs> he was very excited. Uh, Mel, do you think you need to go check on him? And does he need to maybe go potty or something? Well, I can't imagine you're going to go much longer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sure. Now we'll be fine. Um, <clears throat> we got it. But in this in this situation, like seriously, somebody decent's going home for sure. Absolutely. Like, I just hope it's not Harvey Bernard. I I, <laughs> uh, I don't know if the Saudis can handle what Mexico does. Because when Mexico needs I, to ugly it up, no one uglies it up better than Mexico. Yeah, like but they I, are they they are a masterclass at doing it. That being said, 
remember the game against Argentina. Saudi Arabia hit him on the counter twice mm -hmm. very early in the second half. I think the second goal was scored about 55 minutes and mm -hmm. 10 minutes into the second half. And then in the span of what 18 or 23 minutes, something like that, got six yellows. All ah. they did was break up the play yeah. and they shared the fouls around because there was no red. Right. So it was. I got this one. Bang. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the next time Argentina had a goal kick, my turn. Boom. Yeah. And just hit somebody. And the whole time, Harvey Renard was just doing one of these <laughs> on the sidelines. And it was brilliant. <laughs> I, I can't help but think, unfortunately for Poland and uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, I can't help but think somehow the, the cream's going to rise to the top and Argentina's going to figure out a way and Mexico is going to figure out a way. But God, it would be fun to see Poland and, Mex and Morocco make it through. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think so I think Poland actually do have a, a very good chance of getting through. I think they can muster a draw again, uh, against Argentina. Yeah, agreed. And that would be enough to see Argentina through as well, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that might be the case. Argentina might be in this game to not lose this game. And they, which would be huge. Well, and, um, it's, I, and remember last World Cup, they lost to Croatia badly in the first game. Yep. And they figured out a way to get into mm -hmm. the into the knockout stages. So, so the other thing, assume they know how to do it. Actually, Mel, I think all of our problems with Qatar and the LGBTQ plus community have come nice to an end it again because Javier Renard has been there now for more than a week. And there's got to be at least one Qatari man that goes, he's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the payoff. All right. So moving on. Did to it pay off? Sure. <laughs> fuck you. Moving moving no, on to. For quarter. For Qatar. <laughs> yeah, quarter. <good>. Quarter. <laughs> Just fuck all of it. You know and what you can't do with another man in Qatar? <laughs> yeah. Quarter with him. <laughs> That's another word for room. For those that don't know, 1776 English, which was the last time we beat the English. Ah, uh, cunts. You can't quarter with your girlfriend either. <laughs> you know how often the uh, English have beat us in the I World like Cup? Like how he just ignores us. You know how often the English have beat us in the World Cup? No. They haven't, motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, America. America. Um, America. Fuck yeah. I'm actually very glad that Mark didn't come over to watch the match here because he would have been really bitter <laughs> yeah. and I would have just laid into him and pissed him off. Um, <laughs> and then I would have, I'm not going to make the joke. Uh, France advance, <laughs> which, you know what? All things considered, good on them because normally the winner of the World Cup does not advance the next season, the next uh, World Cup. They've looked good. They've looked damn good. So since 1998, there's only been two teams now that have qualified that have won the World Cup then qualified from the group the next round. Brazil and now France. Brazil won it in 2002. Yes. No, it was 98 and then lost it in 2002 to France, I think. No, they 2002 was Korea Japan. They okay, beat sorry. Germany in the final. Oh, okay. 98 yeah. they lost to France in that the final. Was it. That was and it. France sorry. bombed out in 2002. Yeah. Brazil won it in 2002. Qualified from their group in 2006. Yes. There we go. Then lost. Then lost. In the yeah. quarters, that was, I think. That was the one where Spain, because it was Holland who beat them. Correct. Ugly them up. Um, but since then, since that time, nobody has qualified. No, no World France. Cup winners qualified from the group until France this time. And they look good. They look yep. good. They look real good. Um, now, the question is. Is who's going with them, and is is it? It's not going to be Tunisia. I mean, they could work their way in, but at the end of the day, it's going to be 
it's Denmark versus France in the next game. Um, yeah, I I get worried. So it's it's going to be Australia and Denmark. <laughs> That's is, what I meant. Is who, Australia is who and Denmark. Yeah, Australia are in the great position for them that they don't need to qual that they don't need to win. Right. All they have to do is draw. The Danes don't have a striker. Right. They have nobody to put the ball in the back of the net for real. They do have quite a few creative players in a staunch defense with a very couple of large Brentford Bs at the back. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I think uh, it, I, Crystal Palace, Joachim Anderson, who scored against. Uh, I think it may France. come. I think it may come down to a corner or a yeah. set piece yeah. and a one nil Denmark win. But I would love to see the Aussies go through. Their fans are always a fucking party at these tournaments. They're always awesome. Um, I would love to see Australia to go through, mainly because most of their squad plays in like League One. Yeah, in England. I, I, I like to think in all of this is um, right now there is a wonderful woman and the Barassa with the struggle of the fact that. Denmark has literally all of Brentford's team on it. Ah, that's right. And yet she's Australian. Finally, let's chat about groups E, H, uh, E, F, G, and H. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's the alphabet. <laughs> alphabet is fun. Uh, I also county education. I also like how you preempted because we didn't write very much uh, in terms of notes for this. But you preempted us running long by writing finally. Yeah. <laughs> there is the intro for the segment. <laughs> Get this shit done. Japan shock in two ways. They shock Germany and then they lose to next to fuck Cutter, arguably the worst team in the World Cup in Costa Rica. Yes. Because Costa Rica limped, limped their way into the CONCACAF. And if they were in any other qualifying stage, they wouldn't have qualified. And they finally fell down in the first game against Spain. So oh, it was 7 0, wasn't it? 7 0. They got demolished. It was terrible. Um, All Japan had to do. And they, here, here's the perfect example of if people want to be critical of a team like England or a team like Spain for drawing Germany, don't lose this game. Because yes. if you lose this game, you fucked yourself. Now you need a win Japan, or a draw. You need to get something. Japan. Yep. Well, and you need a draw and help. Yep. You fucked against yourself. the best team in the in you the group. Fucked yourself. Yep. You completely fucked yourself. Hundred percent. You did exactly what you needed to do, which was beat the team you were battling for with second place, and you did it in amazing fashion. And then you fucked off and lost to fucking Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. I just terrible. Um, Spain, Spain's cruising. Spain looks. Did you cool. see they left origami treats? Mm -hmm. Not treats. There's, there's nothing. Well, they left to food eat. too. They left. Food oh, they did too. leave food they also. Food, origami, all the towels. They left the in. origami. I do want to say the giant black origami one. Mm -hmm. That was huge. The big. Were they cranes? Yeah, they were like swans. Yeah. Yeah, the big one. Little presumptuous. <laughs> Wait for the big one after Costa Rica. I think maybe it went to their head a little bit. Yeah, might have. <laughs> might very well have. Um, it, worth mentioning Spain, Germany. That was a battle of heavyweights. Very good game. Was, I thought back and forth. There could have been 
Ferran Torres had that chance early on that really could have opened the game up that he blasted <laughs> over to bar for no reason at all. Spain was a little conservative, but again, I think Luis Enrique's daughter might break up with him after that. Don't lose. That was a yes. don't lose situation for Spain. Correct. And and Germany had to get it at the death. And Spain did take yeah. the lead. Yeah. I mean, it's not for lack of trying. They right. did attempt to score a few times. They just couldn't find the cutting edge. And that is true. Ferran Torres does date Luis Enrique's daughter, yeah. which is how uh, some say he's ended up on penalties. <laughs> well, it <laughs> For Spain. It just, it, it, it's, that, was, that was a very fun watch because it was, like I said, it was battle of heavyweights. There was maybe a total of 10 punches thrown, but all 10 of those punches hit square in the fucking face. Yeah. And they were like, you're like, ooh. I still worry about where the goals are going to come from from Germany. And that's not yeah. something you normally Agreed. say. Agreed. They don't really have an out-and-out -out striker uh, anymore. Even though Nabry scores a ton of goals from the wing. Sané, we saw what he did at Manchester City, what he's done at Bayern Munich, mm -hmm. scores a ton of goals from the wing. They just haven't looked like that for the national team. So where Mueller looks like he should be belching right. <laughs> by the old person standard. So what are they doing? Uh, what is Germany going to do to, to rectify that situation? Luckily for them, they're playing the worst team in the group. Yeah, not a not a problem. I mean, even <laughs> even even with arguably one of the greatest keepers of all time in Kaylor Navas, they're playing the worst team in the group. And overall, and yeah. Kaylor Navas himself is quite old now as well. I mean, he he's had a long illustrious career, and he's good. And he, you know what, deserves his own swan song, yeah. deserves his testimonial. Yeah, and he's getting it, but it's coming at the wrong time for yeah. a team that you know they need something else. And, and I, they just as a, as a squad just don't have it. Germany's a team, uh, whatever group they're going to face. Like if I won that group, I want to face Germany. Yeah, I want to face Germany in the knockout stages. It's unfortunate because I think Japan is the more deserving team to go to the knockouts, but it's going to be Germany just because of who they're facing. Yep. Now uh, moving on to Group F, Canada swung. They swung big. They missed. But they swung big because they don't play baseball there. <laughs> at least, at least they can. Uh, they Stupid. have a professional baseball team. <laughs> One. Yes, but they have a professional baseball team, and they're not good. <laughs> they were in the playoffs this last year. Yeah, but everybody makes the MLB playoffs. Don't That's they? true anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, the Nats won a World Series for Christ's sake. <laughs> I, you know, you you can go out knowing that you went out on your own terms. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they, they did what they were supposed to do. hundred percent. Frankly, they were better than Belgium. They had 22 shots. Oh yeah. Belgium had Four like four on target, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> 22 to nine, right? like, nine. <laughs> just, Oh my God. Like they swung big, but they missed. They missed. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 have, I, don't, I, don't I have full respect. Them. I mean, Canada embodied going hard or going home. Go. It's the only thing that you can learn from being America's hat. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other thing for Canada is Canada is about to be. Canada is also going to be one of the host nations in the next World Cup. Absolutely. So they've already qualified. Go. Go to this World Cup. Swing big. Learn lessons. Yep. And now when it's you're going to play matches take the in, your, step. in yeah. your country. You know what to do. 100%. You'll be all right. So there, there should be a little bit of snaps and, and congratulations to them, even though they're going out quickly. There's something far more impressive about their exit than fuck Cutter's exit. Yeah, no, 100%. It can't, like, I can respect the team going down swinging. Yeah. 100%. I, I'm fully with that. And I, I respect our North American brethren for what they did. 
Belgium look old. Oh yeah, big time. They big time don't old. Look good. I like the fight between the offense and defense. Yes. In yes. the press. In the press. <laughs> in the press. Where uh Kevin De Bruyne has said that our backline doesn't like to run because they're too old it seems and then Jan Vertonghen I think it was uh quipped back and said we've only scored one goal so far so how old is our attack? Yeah. Uh <laughs> which Flem- is quite Flemish good. Flemish going to Flemish. Yeah. Don't uh don't start Leandro Trussard by any means because he's young and in form. Yeah, but. and he's come on and played well. Or 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 the one guy in the midfield, Unana, who's been all over the pitch. Everywhere. Don't, don't sub him out every 60th minute. Oh, and uh, we were talking about someone. Well, the that, first game he subbed on. We were he talking, didn't even start. We were talking about Consado getting, you know, getting like an upgrade. A guy who's going to be a free agent who has not performed all that well is Yuri Tillemans. Yep. This was supposed to be the paycheck fucking for him. Well, I think part of it, he made that fantastic run against Canada in the first game, mm-hmm. seven minutes in or whatever it was. Kevin De Bruyne tried to thread the needle between two players to find Batuai or Hazard, whoever it was running down the left, just made the wrong decision. And this was supposed to be the best creative midfielder in the world. Yeah. And that, by the way. Tillemans had everything else played out the way it was supposed to. Kevin De Bruyne played to Tillemans. Tillemans scored. I did. I had a six-way parlay on that game alone. Oh, wow. Over one and a half goals. They only won one nil. Had, like I said, had everything else played out the way it did. Would have hit that bat. Kevin De Bruyne passing to Tillemans would have hit my bet because the other thing that didn't hit was Kevin De Bruyne to score <laughs> or assist. Wow. At any time. And I and that pass, seven minutes in a game, I said, I just lit $10 on fire. So one of the things we should mention is players that are really impressing that should uh, get an opportunity in the Prem. There's this guy from Morocco, uh, Hayam Ziak. Oh, wait, he plays for oh, Chelsea. Plays for Chelsea, you should know his name by now. Oh, wait, you might not because Thomas Tuchel never played him. <laughs> he has looked fucking incredible. Because he's so rested. He hasn't played football in 18 months. He owned, owned yeah, but Again, he's rested and was 27. Uh, yeah, true. Belgium, the average age of Belgium's backline, I think, is 34. <laughs> uh, I, I have to say, I mean, they're going to they're gonna blaze out. And the one job Roberto Martinez has to do is manage the egos. And the one thing he hasn't done is manage the egos. I mean, it is a shame that Lukaku wasn't fit for these two games. I think Belgium may still go through if Lukaku can find his fitness for this third game. He did play in the second game. He did come in as a sub, Right. Okay, so. so there you go. So third game in, he should probably start in, in place of Batshuayi. Yeah. And really, if you want my opinion, they should change their style. Not that Martinez has that in his locker, but they should play a 4-3-3. Yeah, but Belgium has to play Croatia, and I think Croatia is not going to step down. Yeah, but Croatia also doesn't have a forward. Yeah. But if you have you play two up front to occupy their center backs, I think you allow Trossard and De Bruyne to run the show. And you say the same thing I said with the U.S. You say, on, on Lindsay's pod, yeah. you separate the attack and defense and you go, you five go make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Us five will worry about defending. Us six, the goalkeeper, obviously there. But outfield players, you five go fucking do it. Us five will sit back here. You know what I'm saying? And that is the only chance that they have. You put Batuai and Lukaku on the field at the same time. You got Trissard, De Bruyne, and either Eden Hazard or Torgan Hazard, and you let them fucking run rampant up front, and the five of you only focus on keeping the ball in that half of the field. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. 
You know what I'm saying? I think we do that same thing against Iran. We have a good chance because Iran are quite defensive. Right. Um, I agree. That's it. No. So, all right. I, I, I agree. I, it's just not agree fun you. when you agree. <laughs> We're supposed to hate each other. No, fight me more. <laughs> now. Get up and hit me again. I will say I'm, I'm actively. I'm now actively rooting for Belgium to go out in Morocco. That's to a category. Advance. I would love, I would love to see Morocco advance, to be honest, because I feel like they, they fucking earned it. They I do too. It. They've absolutely earned it. So. And as we'll come on here shortly, we don't want to necessarily have the Ghanaians this go around being the only African flag bearers. <laughs> very good. Very fair. Um, so group G Brazil has been cruising, absolutely cruising now. The rest of the group is up for grabs, and we'd love to see anybody else win it. But, Sammy, why is it going to be Switzerland? Because they are hard-nosed, ready to rock, and uh, they will make it happen. I would debate they are white people taco night. <laughs> they are the blandest, most neutral. I'm going to ask for the manager team I've ever met in my life. They are... They make it to every knockout. <laughs> they make it to every single knockout round, and we all go, "Huh, the Swiss are that." <laughs> and then they promptly get eliminated <laughs> and just in go, either the round of sixteen or the quarters every tournament. And and they and they do it, and they do it somehow. They 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 somehow do it by going one one and one with a one nothing win, a nil nil draw. And a one nothing loss. Neutral. <laughs> yes, so neutral. Neutral. White people taco night. <laughs> but the only grizzly bear that lives in Europe, Jan Sumner, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to the Mexican grizzly bear, Guillermo Choa, right? Who I don't know either of their club teams. <laughs> they just hibernate for four years, as far as I'm concerned, and then show up for the World Cup and have a fucking world day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> every time. <laughs> just. Without fail. Yeah. And that's all they do. That's why they both still look like they're 12 years old, because they don't do anything for four years except take care of themselves and then show up for the World Cup. I I really want Serbia to advance, but they're not because Switzerland. Switzerland's going to drop them. No, no. That's what's going to happen. They're just hard like granite. Yeah. Just, yeah, hard. Go ahead and make it all about Arsenal. Damn straight, baby. Oh, Vice Captain Correct over there. (laughs) <laughs> former captain vice captain champion final final group um portugal today advance um or should we call them soft penalty fc <laughs> yeah god they love getting soft penalties that first one to ronaldo was not a penalty they barely touched him and no. he goes and then the other one like i i made a good point like the defender's sitting there going like how am I supposed to fall? He was falling, and it's simply he's putting his arm down because he's falling. Like, your arm is naturally going to do that. Yes, was it in the way of the ball? Absolutely. But the, it's unnatural position. He's falling. The question, he's the, falling. The problem is, for me, and this is where I think they've overcomplicated this rule a ton. My issue is, did... They gain an advantage from the ball hitting the hand. Back in my day. Yeah. Sound old man about it. (laughs) 
I don't know with with the lighting we have here. If my gray show through. Well, there's enough gray okay. showing through. Fear not, but there, stud. Back in my day, okay, I meant on the stream, not to you, cunts. <laughs> back in my day, you had to gain an advantage from the handball. So if you kick the ball at me as far apart as we are now, fuck off. Mm -hmm. I have no chance to get it out of the way. Right. It's not fair. Right. If I was falling and just to hit it. Okay. Well, but it was also this close with the fall. It was where he fell. The ball's going well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it should just be, it should be, I mean, yes. Did he gain an advantage? Yes. Probably accurate. But again, did I have anything else to, what else was I supposed to do? Right. Explain to me the unnatural position I was in. Right. What naturally was I supposed to do in that situation? Then if you want to overcomplicate it and use all those words, because I would argue as I'm running, this is natural. Right. So if something hits me, right. Defending unnaturally is this, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Arms behind my back while I'm trying to move athletically is not natural. Right. Yeah. Do you feel me? That's where it got gummied up. Yeah. Here's the Did one you gain an advantage from the handball? Here's period. the one thing I would say of penalty. The, right. And but in this vein, penalty. I'm, I'm, I'm in that. I'm with it, right? Because all this natural, unnatural. It was, you know, oh, his arm was in an unnatural position. Well, then why can I do this? Right. The this guy, is completely natural. For, for Look me, at me. For this me, doesn't the, hurt. For me, the the defender was falling to the ground, and his arms got it. Your arm is naturally going to try. You're not just going to fall on your back. You're not just going to fall on your ass. You're not just going to fall backwards. Your arms are naturally going to. That's instinctual. You're going to defend your body, right? And that is exactly what happened there. And I, I think it was a soft penalty. Well, it's now. just I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing. It's soft penalty. What I what I want to see is consistency, mm -hmm. and we just don't. <laughs> That's no. just, we just don't. Nope. I mean, the last World Cup final, the handball that went out that they called a corner instead of a yeah. It shouldn't have been a penalty. It shouldn't have been a handball, but it should have been a corner. But the but only based calls, on VAR and the rule that the they only thing implemented, you'd say is either it's a goal kick or it's a handball, and they did neither and split the difference. Right, it made it a handball. But that's not part of the rules. Right. So what I want to see is some consistency. So what I'm saying is, is bring back the very straight and narrow. Did you gain an advantage from the use of the hand? So if I'm standing by myself, right, and I go to trap the ball and it hits my bicep, mm -hmm. and I'm over in the corner off a goal kick and no one's within 25 yards of me, fucking let it play. Let me play. Who cares? I didn't gain an advantage from that. I was probably going to trap it anyway. As long as I don't catch it and lay it down, leave me alone. Yeah, but Sammy, you see what they have now are 3D images to show you exactly how I much saw somebody Where did this come offside? from, by the way? That's what <laughs> I want to know. Where, where, the fuck, where the fuck is that in England? So, so Sam, we know Portugal is advanced. and uh, oh, Too much most, fog. They can't mm, use it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the most unconvincing of the sides to advance, by the way, I would say. Um, I don't see. I could see them going out. I thought I thought Portugal's first uh, round of the group stage game was the best, and because it was so much fun. Yes, there was well, shit football all over the pitch. There was a lot of giving a ball away. There was a lot of just nasty crap that I. It was brilliant. That's exactly what I was going to get for the to neutral. Is, it was so much fun. Is that Portugal's defense isn't very fucking good? No, and the Ghanaian. That did the hide in the goal thing. Mm -hmm. It fucking worked at the World Cup. I know. <laughs> I love it. Great. And the goalkeeper just laid the ball down. It's such a shame that he slipped. So South Korea is on the edge of elimination. All, essentially, all three teams, South Korea, Uruguay, 
and Ghana all have a chance to advance. And Ghana is who we're all kind of really rooting for, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? But the pro- you know what the problem is, Sam? Uh huh. It's going to be Batman. Yeah. No, it's not going to be Batman. It'll, hold on. How did Gareth, uh, I almost said Gareth Bale. <laughs> How did Christian Bale do it? Was it. Was it more raspy? There's a little voice like this. It was a bit more raspy. I'm okay. afraid of snakes. For some reason, right. the children say it'll be South Korea. So the, that's that's the problem is that's where you're wrong because we're all rooting for Ghana and it's going to end up being the teething, cheating, racist, and Luis Suarez in Uruguay, right? We know somehow it's going to be Uruguay, right? Despite the fact that they don't deserve it, despite the fact that they're an aging team, despite the fact that like Luis Suarez is awful, and I've got my own little rant that I need to go on about Luis Suarez. That's so fine. I kind of want to quickly quick about this. Quickly, I make the point that after what happened in 2010, I th- was it 2010, right? Mm-hmm. What happened in 2010, I think Ghana's going to have a chip on their shoulder in this game, and I think they're going to go after it and exercise those demons. Um, that I really hope so. That Luis Suarez, yeah, injected through his tiger fangs. Well, no, that one was the handball. No, I know. Yeah. But it's just a medium of deliverance. Don't okay. get caught up in the details. Got it. Well, just, it Italy experiences. It's Tiger a fucking Franks. joke just to <laughs> tie it all together. Sam, leave it be. I know what it was. Also, by the way, best save of that tournament. The <laughs> the idea uh, definitely wasn't Rob Green in that, in that tournament, oh, no, was it? He, Ooh, he missed that one badly. <laughs> Hashtag Vance. The idea of England. <laughs> called soccer, bitch. The idea is JK. I, I actually call it football. Uh, my point is, is I think Ghana's going to want to exercise those demons. We, we, I actually picked them in our World Cup pool mm. as bottom of the group, Ghana. Mm-hmm. The reason was there's very poor showing at the African Cup of Nations and only having, I think it was three friendlies mm-hmm. between that tournament ending in January and this World Cup beginning. And that's a fucking problem. But they've looked good. They The first game, well. they really didn't. I mean, they were equally huh. as poor as Portugal. But... That second game, they were actually holding on. Yeah. Just they, they, they were two nil up. They let that lead slip. Got the third goal and then clinged on. Yeah, to that win. I'm hoping they're growing into it. And Uruguay looks like the South American retirement home that Belgium is to Europe. Yeah. So hopefully, Ghana can get it together. There's a lot of new faces in that squad and this truncated buildup that's been so short and 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 everything. I get concerned that they that they may screw this up again because they're young. It may be too early in the cycle, right. but we'll see what their guile is uh, when when they come out uh, in the next few days. So we talk about fuck Cutter, and we've also mentioned fuck uh, Fox because they're terrible. Um, the very first match for Uruguay was against uh, South Korea, and every single one of the pundits talked about how gutsy and how he'll do anything for his country Luis Suarez is. And here is my thing. He's bitten two players. The handball thing you can get away with, okay? You know what? Great. You're 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 trying to keep your team in it. Wait, he's Hand- bitten two players? Yep. One in a World Cup and one while and in the league uh, while playing for Ajax. Yeah. In Holland. 
And I mean, if that was a dog, they'd be sent to the and and he is also made racist remarks while in the Premier League with Liverpool as uh, to Patrice Evra. Yep, or was and that he, was that John Terry? It was. I can't it was remember Patrice Evra, and he hit him with the hard arm. Not cool. And uh, he's a disgrace of a player, in my opinion. He may be a very talented player. I'm not just debating his talent, and I'm not debating that he's an excellent goal scorer. But as far as I'm concerned, he is a disgrace of a player. And I'm sitting there listening to all of them making these excuses of how he'll do anything for his team. Or If he wasn't a goal scorer, would they be saying the same fucking thing? My answer is no, they fucking wouldn't be. So I, the Uruguayans, who... This was Fox. Oh, like, Fox. Lawless. Yeah, no, he's a cunt. No, Fuck. I told you, I mean, Fox or Carly Lloyd, all of them were defending, defending his ass. And not one of them went, he's bitten two people and has been racially abusive on the fucking pitch. Fuck that asshole. Yeah. But yeah. because he scores goals and because he's one of the more popular players in modern history, it's... Well, so he does he's willing to do anything for his country? Well, a lot, a lot. Fuck you. So here's the here here's the thing in in South America. There's a very strong footballing culture of conning the referee. Getting one over on the ref is mm-hmm. just as good as scoring a goal. Right. Is just as good as it's about getting the the win. But it's a Concacaf thing too. Oh, for absolutely. real. Absolutely. If the ref doesn't see it, it doesn't exist. Uh, again, remember USA against El Salvador. We had two players bit and one get a fucking titty twister. That's right. That's what I'm in saying. One match in one, one match, fucking right. match. But that's what I'm saying. So it's it's revered there as part of their football and culture in a lot of South American countries. Is conning the ref is as good as scoring a goal. It's part of the game. The yeah, most famous. St- the the most famous besides Pele's bicycle kick. Mm-hmm. The most famous South American goal at the World Cup ever was a fucking punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's on their fucking currency in Argentina. Okay. So that's. And that's, Peter Shilton, 60 years later, still isn't over it. Okay. Well, so my point is. But their, their culture. To, now, their, Fox, Fox is different. Mm-hmm. Fox is taking a fucking global approach or whatever mm-hmm. it's called to, to this issue. It's cheating. It, it plain and simply is cheating. Uh, all of the oh, Qatar's actually done a pretty good job. Yeah, but they cheated to get it. I was, I was just and, about and to fuck all the human rights shit. They cheated to get it uh, in the first place. That's... You shouldn't be fucking. You shouldn't be doing it as journalists watching those Danes get shut down. You shouldn't be buying into it. Uh, okay, great. Then um, in Uruguay, if that's the culture and that's perfectly acceptable, then I guess it's okay for fuck Cutter to uh, hate gay people because it's cultural. I didn't say that. What that's- I said, what I said was, is in I said a footballing culture on the pitch, a bit different. Getting one over on the referee is not even your opponent. It's getting one over on the ref is as good as scoring a goal. Biting people probably a little different. The handball which is what we initially talked about because it actually happened against yeah. Ghana. The handball would have been celebrated as if Luis Suarez scored a goal. That is fine. But biting two people and using racial fu- slurs, no, it's fucked up. No, I'm not saying it did the right thing. And and fuck fucking Fox for fucking being like, oh, yeah, I agree with you. Gamer. Fuck you. I agree with you. 
Fox is buying into the agree with Fox me. is buying into the fucking bullshit. Yeah, no, I agree. It's fucked up. I agree. No, it's totally fucked up. And one final thought. Thank goodness. But yes, for, it is different than hating gay people. Thank, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness for uh, fuck Fox because um, they're so bad at their job that um, most normal networks, if an invader runs onto the pitch, they make sure to not have the camera on them. Definitely twice the invader on the pitch and the Portugal Uruguay match at the World Cup in fuck cutter got all was, the attention was running around with a rainbow flag. Fuck cutter. Sure money. That's fucking brilliant. Not just a rainbow flag had save Ukraine on the front and respect Iranian women on the back. Like he's they were like, going for I'm, all the punches. He's like, if I'm doing this, I'm hitting everything. He had all that on one flag? No. As they're going down. And another thing, and I got this to say, and fuck you, and Oh, Ukraine. so he had save Ukraine on the shirt. And oh, respect Iranian women on the, on, the on the shirt, and then a rainbow flag on in the hand. Yeah. Got it. Okay, well, I like, thought it was all written on the flag. <laughs> I wouldn't know what causes support. What do I do? And another thing, and you motherfucker, I got this. Like, sir, this is a team sport. You need two people following you. You got too much going on right there. Uh, okay? Mel, Mel brought up a very funny point. Of That's the, brilliant. No, I like that it was separated between different articles of clothing. Oh, yeah, I like that. That's three better. Three points and three yeah, areas. Good. I, the way he described it, I thought it was all on one flag. No. And I was like, how can I read this with all those colors there? It's very difficult. So the... <laughs> The no uh, M- Mel had brought up a point before we get into sure money that uh, she had asked me. She goes, what about the uh, oil people in uh, England? Would they come out to the World Cup? I'm like, uh, yeah, so they're they, probably uh, the ones allowed to drink alcohol in the stadium. No, no, no. You know, the, <laughs> no, ones, the, the stop the, oil, the zip, the zip tie, oh, the, 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 zip, zip tie, the and, soup uh, on the paintings. Right. The, the, yeah, the paintings and the dumping milk on the floors at the grocery stores and all that kind of shit. Like. Why would you dump milk on the floor? It was I don't, I don't know the milk but it was thing. it was that group. It, it was seems that like an odd. I'm yeah, just you know what they're dumping soup on the Mona Lisa. Dumbasses! I'm trying milk in the Kroger. <laughs> trying to continue the show, and it was an example of shit that they did. The point is, is as I told her, they wouldn't dare go to Cutter because they know, and if they are fuck Cutter, sorry, or fuck Qatar, as their proper mm-hmm. name is. Uh, they know get home, they probably die if they try to pull that shit at a World Cup. Yeah, I mean, it could <laughs> I, be. I hope they do try to pull some shit. Like, I I enjoy uh, that runner. God, everyone's going to be following up to make sure that guy gets out alive. But that was that was gutsy and appreciated. And he had good messages. All right, Mr. Graham, your segment, please, please introduce your segment. So this is Sure Money. Uh, obviously, where um, he's still writing out his bet, isn't he? Uh, Do you just want to throw it to me? No. This is where we make bets to better inform you of your bets. And uh, (laughs) what we do is surefire, sure hit, guaranteed win. And if you can't sense the uh, sarcasm in that, that is your problem. We are not responsible for your poor decision. Especially because we make our betting decisions in 30 seconds while introducing the segment. I already put money on this. I just couldn't remember what the odds were. Very good. And I put my real money on it, All right. by the way. How'd you do? Uh, uh, no, I lost the first yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Um, you just had one big parlay, right? I had a four-game parlay, yeah. and it got fucked. Uh, so that happened. So now I'm down $100 for the World Cup. Because right. this is not going into our Premier League bets. This is just, well, good news. 
I, I missed both of mine, so you're ahead of me. Good. So this is just the World Cup, as we said. Um, <laughs> we have put a, a shot of Malort on the line for the loser of the World Cup mm-hmm. betting uh, by itself. Yes. There's still for the Premier League betting, which is suspended for the moment. There's still the four shots for the season up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So microcosm. Here we go. I'm down 100. Sam, what did you have previously? Um, I missed both because I had Senegal to beat Holland, which they did not. And I had uh, uh, Weston McKinney to score at any time against uh, Wales, and he did not. So I have down $200. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. 0% of the time, Graham. It works 100% of the time. <laughs> it doesn't uh, work. That's just sad. I am taking a same game parlay. A same game parlay. I'm going to have England to beat Wales with Saka to score at plus two thirty three. Golden Boot Saka, say his name right. There you go. Heard very good. <laughs> Pro Arsenal agenda, Graham. Come on. And then I'm going to follow that up with a Group C two game parlay. I'm going to take Mexico and Argentina to win, which have both of them advancing. To the knockout stage at plus 142. Okay. Now, we had to start a little bit late. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, our friend Pat isn't with us, but I've got his email, so... And now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Quote, Well, I had a hell of a week, and I'm up 335 in our World Cup betting. (sighs) Fuck! get it, Pat! Shit! Uh Sucks. I've only taken one shot of Malort this season. (laughs) Damn it. (sighs) <sighs> Thanks to our boys for pulling out a draw against England. Could have very well been a win. So this week, I'm feeling confident, and that always makes for good bets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a bet a day again for $100. First on Tuesday. Gotta keep taking my boys. The USA over Iran at one o- minus 105. Wednesday, taking a three-game parlay. France, Argentina, and Mexico. That would pay out three hundred and twenty dollars. Thursday, I'm going to take Japan over Spain at plus seven fifty. That's going to be a miss. Big upset there, though. Yeah, but the other ones, the other ones will win big for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that three game parlay hits. It could. Uh, And Friday, I'll take a two way parlay: Portugal and Uruguay that pays out at one seventy five. So that'll be an interesting bit for him. So what I've got is a all day Tuesday parlay. Go for it. Well, not all day. I just did uh, two games Mm -hmm. of the four. And it's not all day. I know. Thank you. Why don't you call it all day? Well, I started to call it all day. I did call it all day, didn't I? Because all tournament so far, there's been four games a day. There's. You are one to point out my mistakes. I just want to point out yours. (laughs) I have Ecuador winning, the Netherlands winning, the U.S. winning, and England winning. That banks me plus 725. That is all four games. You said it was only two games. Doesn't Ecuador play the Netherlands? No. No, they don't. You're right. Yeah, it is all four games, you cunt. I was correct. You clearly don't know how to uh, have any confidence to speak (laughs) or get your point across. My point was across. You made me (laughs) doubt myself. Ecuador to win, the Netherlands to win, the U.S. to win, and England to win at plus 725 uh, for my all-day Tuesday parlay. Uh, I also have to actually finish out Pat's email real quick mm-hmm. because we have a little uh, pool talk. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. We had a World Cup pool with some of our listenership. Thank you all, uh, everyone that joined. That was fantastic. Um, after Friday's matches, the pool will be up for everyone to pick their bracket for the rest of the tournament. You'll have until Saturday morning. The first match is at 10 a.m. Yep. Friday. Do your immediate. You have to do your shit on Friday. Get yeah. it done. You'll have about 18 hours to get it yep. submitted. But once the first match kicks off, your picks lock for the rest of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Don't screw it up. Uh, no refunds again. If you do not pick your brackets by the beginning of the first match, you will forfeit in the pool. We'll send out reminders. I don't want anyone he, speaking kind of brazenly there. I'm going to send out reminders, not we. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't want anyone to miss out. Yeah, but Sam, what if I don't get my picks in time? Can yeah, I put them no, in later? Yeah, sorry. Thanks for your $10 or $20 donation, sir. Uh, even if you're in the but bottom Sam, right now, the points get bigger the farther your picks go. So everyone is still in line for the money. You guys have a great week. And let's go USA closes out Pat's email. Just had to get that little reminder in on the show. Going to happen again on injury time. And I'm going to post about at least three times in DUFC. You know what my power is, Sam? Mm. No, I don't. And why you're still my haven't wa- seen it after five years. And why you're my wife? <laughs> my ability to make you doubt yourself. But you know what's even better than that? A chicken. Well, Kitty wasn't safe to the upset bug in her beating either. She say Denmark. She say Denmark draw. Oh, sorry. My, I she mistyped. Said, she say Denmark draw. She had Denmark draw. She had a Denmark draw on Germany lose to Japan, but the England victory did get Kitty to one and two. So Kitty is taking three matches again. First, she's sticking with her ties to England, and she sees them beating Wales. Very good. Next, she's taking France to beat Tanzania, and I'm not sure if you know this, Tunisia. That's what I said. Not sure if you knew this, boys. But Kitty speaks French. No shit. Yes. Maybe you should talk to Kitty sometime, Sam. You drink a l- you speak a little French. She drinks a little That's no shit. Yeah. Uh, finally, Kitty, much like the guy, she loves herself some Richarlison. So it looks like she's also going to beat uh, picking Brazil to beat Cameroon. Very good. Samuel Aito's so mad right now. So mad. <laughs> yeah. One of the good thing Samuel Aito doesn't know where I live. <laughs> one of the weirdest predictions pre-World Cup, I think. He had, he had, he had, he had uh, Cameroon winning the whole damn thing. He also had uh, Fuck Cutter making it to the uh, second round. This- <laughs> I got nothing to press. Well, yeah, there's but, no but what else? But else, what else should we do? I'm not. I mean, obviously, gamble legally and responsibly. Excellent. Yeah, All well, right. Hit, fucking hit a button. Do well, something. No, Just push no a button. button. This show would be better with less efforts. <laughs> Good. We used. I feel like we needed a break. We're in fucking. You know, <laughs> this is a routine. Ma- we needed Ma- to hear something, <laughs> Maddie. We did that in the guest appearance we did earlier today. <laughs> we used less f words. <laughs> Go listen to that show. Didn't uh, play the game. Not just the basics of football. I believe the basics of life. I mean, yeah. that's Cutter in a nutshell. 
Yeah. But again, <laughs> they haven't brought the basics of football, and mis- the basics of life have been ignored. So you're <laughs> mispronouncing their name. It's Fuck Cutter. Cutter. Fuck Cutter. Cutter. Fuck Cutter. It's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Fuck Cutter. Yeah, I mean, that pretty much states it all. I it. have parting words. Oh, yeah, we never got to the Serbia thing. Go ahead. Y'all have missed this entire opportunity to call it Kuntar. Oh, we could have called it Fuck. Kuntar. How did we fuck that up? Kuntar was right there. In We're usually very in tune time. with Just ways say. to fit cunt into the show. Yeah. Um, Sammy, That's why I got Mel's one. here. Sammy, I got one for you. Mel can chime in on this as well. Hey, Mel, go ahead and unmute yourself. Yeah. So Serbia, she muted herself because she didn't want to hear everyone laughing at my joke there. So Serbia <laughs> in the locker room before the match against Brazil apparently had something about like never surrender Kosovo, which is mm-hmm. um, a territory that they feel they should occupy, but oh, they no. Well, um. FIFA, FIFA sanctioned them because, you know, that's a fucked up wrong thing to say, right? Not cool. I mean, I'm glad to see that that's the moral high ground that FIFA finally decided to stand on because the rest of the time, it's you should respect their culture. You well, should guess be what Serbia does. Guess what Serbia doesn't have? Mm. An envelope full of money. Yeah, it, it, it's exactly it. It's exactly That's it. what I'm saying. It is cutters should be held accountable for what they believe i guess is the right word right as a a state should they should be held accountable don't patronize the country don't sell advertising don't buy oil don't do this that the other don't look at al jazeera don't subscribe to any of their publications (laughs) ultimately surrounding this world cup the responsibility resides with fifa and they fucked it right uh i hope that uh uh, budweiser after this has all been said and done uh gets to look at FIFA for the they've next already one. asked for it. Have for, you for, seen that for the next? Uh, no, but how much? How much money do they ask uh, for? They want it, their sponsorship to be fully integrated for less than half price. Good, good, good. I think because it was a hundred million was this go around. Yeah, I think they asked for forty two million dollars is going to be their cut, but they want their full shebang mm-hmm. that they normally get for a hundred million. Yeah, discount. Yeah. Uh, I have a mm-hmm. correction to make. Oh, please do. Um, possibly. You had said earlier that the flag that was tweeted out was a, 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 a doctored. Possibly. The Iranian doctored it's flag. It's not. Um, the U.S. men's coach team and players have come out and distancing themselves. They had nothing to do with them. But uh, we have a spokesperson. Uh, quote, the intent of the post was show support for women's rights said Michael Cameron, a U.S. soccer spokesperson at a news conference Monday. Quote, it was meant to be a moment. We made the post at the time. All other representations of the flags were made consistent and will continue. Okay. So it was one person who did it. Who probably won't have a social media job much longer. (laughs) Yeah. For them. Yeah. Not for them. Again, stand up for something or you fall for nothing. Yep. Or Um, fall for everything. What is it? Doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Stand up for something or you're going to fall. Period. You stand on something. All right, kids. We've gone well over an hour and a half. It's time to fucking call it a night. We got to do injury time, which is next up. And injury time is where we're going to go over the uh, beers we've been drinking. Yes. We're going to actually make a quick brief update about uh, fantasy because somebody finally got uh, in trouble for their name and only (laughs) took them half the season to figure that the fuck out. And so I made a new name, which is really fucking funny. And then Taylor made a solidarity name, which is even funnier. (laughs) Um, 
And uh, we're also going to check in with Aki because Aki actually has played uh, since the uh, since the World Cup has started. And if somebody wanted to find injury time, Sam, oh, we're also going to talk about the uh, FA Cup draw that happened today. So if somebody wanted to find injury time, Sam, how would they go about doing it? Very easy. If you want to follow somebody that uh, supports gay rights, supports women's rights, supports the right to drink, supports freedom, supports fucking America. It is patreon.com backslash DU football show for all of your footballing free thought needs. And you don't have to worry about a goddamn motherfucking thing about getting arrested by the morality police because we don't have any morals. See you soon. Good night. It was really good. Pretty fucking concise, isn't it? <laughs> but she's muted. Till next week, everybody. Oh, she was doing something nice for once. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smell the Lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!